knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com You've heard us talk about them. They're in and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. I don't it's know amazing. how it's possible, but somehow it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50, shipped to the lower 48, plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> the Mega Cab. Yes. For those... Trivia question here for you. Do you remember the original name of our Mega Cab? Well, it's funny. It didn't have a name until, well, until uh, it got 40s. And what was it then? It was just the Mega Cab. Incorrect. Bullshit. When I first started here, that Mega Cab did not have a name. So, and now I mention this is because I was reading these messages as I was sending him pictures. The actual name of the truck, and after that, once it's on forties and glass, is the Hulk. Well, I knew that, but that was that was way down the road. Not not okay. Not in the picture we're looking at. Yeah, no. but the yeah, yeah the, the original the, name was was Mega Cap. The Mega Cap. It was just the Mega Cap. Yeah, we're gonna talk about our uh, our, our flagship truck. Basically, this is this is actually this. It truly is Diesel mm-hmm. Power Products' flagship truck. Yeah, it's our one of our the original truck build that we just recently reacquired. Yeah, uh, it was sold in fourteen, and now it's back in our possession, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. 
the you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have cetane in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. So... Uh, thanks for tuning in. This has been Ty from Eagles, America's Diesel Podcast. I don't even want to get to the intro right now. I'm too excited to talk about it. But yeah, uh, Instagram, <laughs> say podcast on your order. We have sales technicians. If you're ordering from other people, I want to know why. And reviews are important. Screenshot, send it to me. You know send the email address enough yeah, times. Just listen to a previous episode. We go, we go live every <laughs> Wednesday around 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, let's talk about the mega cap. Yeah, 100%. So... When I first started, I, I can't even tell you what year it was because I, I, I'm not good at keeping track of this, but it, it's been a while. <laughs> okay. Um, I had just gotten out of tech school and uh, I started working at um, a local Dodge dealership called Dishman Dodge as a tech. The accessories manager at the time was Josh Ulrich, which is one of the head guys here at the company and he had been friends with Brian Howell, which is the owner of the company. I think he bought it in 99, if I'm not mistaken. I thought he, uh, he bought it in 08. Mm, no. Company formed in 99. And there's no way he bought it in 90 in 08. Cause okay. I started yeah. in like 09. Or maybe it was like a little bit before that. He was, it was a one-man show for a while, I know that. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it was 99. But anyways. We'll have to fact check that. We'll have to fact check that. But <clears throat> Brian, at the time, had a um, – at the time that I knew Josh and knew, uh, knew of Brian, he had this truck, which is a 2007 Mega Cab Ram. Is it 3,500? 2500 Oof, I do not recall. Zoom in. What does that there, say? <laughs> there, there wasn't no badges on there now. Uh, 0759. I don't know if Tyler yeah, said that. Yeah, 59. That looks like a three. That looks like a 35, yeah. I, I concur. Yeah, 3500. Um, this truck to me was like, and every once in a while, uh, he would bring it in for some sort of service, and uh, I'd get to see this truck. And I was like, wow, this... this, this I. As soon as we got it back, I, I, I'd said like, this is the truck that got that made me fall in love with mega cabs, mm-hmm. just the way that this truck was built. And that this is exactly how it was like. This is our old school original logo. Yep. Um, it had bumpers made from a local company out of Idaho called T Rex. I think they're still around, but we stopped selling their stuff. Um, had bumpers from T Rex. It did have a Carly uh, suspension under it. it had like a two O suspension kit under it mm-hmm. um it, it had some engine it had some compounds on it um fuel system stuff i can't i think it had like an air dog i can't remember exactly what it had on it because I, I remember back in the day the air dog was 
like the one to go to. But uh, this truck again made me fall in love with mega cabs, and I would have the had the pleasure of working on this truck a few times before I ended up quitting. And Josh had basically hired me on to work for Diesel Power Products. Mm-hmm. This is this picture that we're showing right now, which I don't know he will probably plumb it in. This is at Brian's house. This is in his driveway. So like right above his garage is where uh, we basically kind of I want to say started from, but I know he, you know, Brian obviously had it going before me, uh, but we were literally, he had a two car garage. The two car garage was had like shelving in it. And we would <laughs> sell, we'd stock very little parts. The most of the, most of the things that we would stock back in the day would be like, uh, there's this gauge company called uh diaper call mm-hmm. or there's a bunch of different variations of how people pronounced it. Um, they honestly, to this day, I think made the best gauges like ever. As far as when we're talking like a three pillar, you know, pillar gauge setup, that really nice convex, convex glass, metal, um, painted metal, um, bezels, really, really nice gauges. Um, and, and back in the day we would put gauge kits together. Like I, so I just started working there and I love diesel trucks. I had my second gen at the time. Uh, and we would, you know, do orders. I'd have to go downstairs into his garage and put gauge kits together. So I'd string out wiring for all the gauges, the boost hose, all the fittings for the particular truck Mm -hmm. and box them all up and and, and sell them. Um, but that, like that truck, just, just that iteration of the truck just reminds me so much of when I started working here. Cause like, to me that and even like this truck, I know it doesn't look like much, now like today's to to today's standards but that truck rolling around town was like cool as shit yeah it was hot shit it was hot (laughs) like that was badass shit i mean keep in mind this is back when like 35s this is back when 500 horsepower was like oh my god yeah and basically the only guys that had 37s were it's basically like seeing 42s now or or like 50s now or something like that like yeah 35s were big yeah 37s were like, damn. I don't even remember what wheels it had on it. Um, there were some, like, I don't even know what brand, but I know it had uh, Mickey Thompson, like, Baja ATZ tires on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's such a cool truck. Such a cool truck. Um, this is, like, the first iteration of it with our old-school logos. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just badass. Uh, we do have a picture of it original, right? Yeah. I think it's in the showroom. Uh, no, 42s, 42s. 42s. There it is. Yeah, so Josh has the name of the package. It was like the Coeur d'Alene Cruiser package or whatever they called yeah. it. Um, so it was a, basically a loaded Laramie Mega Cab automatic. It had like, I don't want to say that's tan, but that's kind of like a gold, mm-hmm. like sort of a, like a pewter. A pewter gold. Yeah, whatever, whatever. It's a grandpa truck. It's a grandpa truck, but yeah. the truck quickly changed to Carly suspension. Like Brian got in with Carly suspension, which, by the way, we should probably have Brian on this podcast at some point in time. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, getting him on that one time, yeah. was like hard. We had him on. Oh, that was just the, when we had the two 20, nights. The twentieth anniversary, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we need to get, get him, him back on, on here. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Maybe I'll drug him. Yeah, we'll do something. Wake up in here. (laughs) Um, We should honestly have him on for this podcast, but um, 
we can talk about it another time, but, um, but yeah, so this, the, the, again, this is the truck that made me fall in love with mega cabs. Um, I had my second gen at the time and I just thought this truck was so damn cool. Um, we're just slinging parts out of his house. And then we eventually moved to the, the shop off just right down the road from where we are now. Um, the truck started, uh, kind of morphing, uh, at that point to getting the, so we were really, you know, in bed with Carly pretty early. Um, we had ended up with one of the first six inch lift, uh, radius arm kits that Carly came out with, uh, for the Oh three to Oh seven trucks. Um, in this is right after, uh, Cooper had gotten hired with us. Uh, Cooper had a badass truck at the time too. I was kind of deal doing uh, things with a race truck at the time. And, uh, we got that six inch kit and me and Cooper stayed one night after work. And I think Brian was on vacation and we're like, we're going to get this kid on his truck when he, so when he comes back, it's, it's already on. And me and Cooper freaking struggled all freaking night, putting that lift kit on his truck with no lift, just on a basically like probably what most of you, you guys do that are listening mm -hmm. do at home installing a lift kit, like just basic hand tools and some jack stands and yeah, but keep in mind there was basically no instructions no instructions like, there was yeah. no youtube videos nothing it was, it was the first one nothing so you know me and cooper were both young so we're <laughs> <laughs> we, i don't even know how old cooper i don't even know how old cooper is now but at the time like this is like he, he's 10 plus 10 plus years i'm just kidding he's not 56 this is well this is 10 <laughs> plus years ago so yeah. he was he had uh definitely a lot less gray and had some facial hair and had some really super awesome white sunglasses. <laughs> a, little, a little bit, of, yeah, a little bit of baby face <laughs> like, still going on. Oh so yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, we we were in that in that shop putting that lift kit on that truck, um, and I think that was the first time it got thirty sevens. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just progressed from there. Like bringing Cooper into the mix kind of changed the whole uh, trajectory of the company as far as suspension stuff goes. I mean, it really did because he was really into the off-road stuff, but yeah. kind of combining that with the diesel stuff. So the cool thing with the, and this is this is why this is one of the reasons I'm I'm a huge Ram truck fan. Um, the the suspension it's almost asking to be upgraded. You know what I'm saying? It's four link front with coils and a, a shock. Like it's, it's just asking to be upgraded and to be something really cool. Like whether you do, you know, a, a six inch kit or do some long arms with a three inch kit and then you can do some long travel leafs in the back. Like they're just asking to be upgraded. And that's what Cooper had on his truck. He had a, a custom built long travel kit up front with long arms. And then he had some, uh, you know, uh, long travel leafs in the rear of his black truck, which his black truck was phenomenal. Um, one of the most responsive crazy trucks i ever drove mm -hmm. um but that's what kind of shifted this truck to being what it is today um so you know we got the fiberglass fenders on it now from fiberworks so fiberglass bedsides fiberglass front fenders we're running 42s on it uh carly six inch their long travel six inch kit with king shocks um just badass engine wise um the engine the <laughs> I've, I've always kind of said that like, like Brian had like a, uh, like a curse with this truck. Cause like this truck had like a couple engines in it <laughs> and it was like never like something, some, I don't know. I don't know what it was, whether it was the person putting the engines together or was, or, or what it was, but 
this truck always had something crazy but i remember when we were at uh in the valley it was like okay we're we're done messing with this thing we're we're building it so we did uh carillo rods molly monotherm pistons um you keep going i'm gonna ask a refill we did uh uh a zz well it was a zz fab head that was built by uh this company called uh, i think it was mountain high performance um which is one of the most beautiful heads that I've ever, ever seen as far as uh, we had the, the intake plenum cut off of it for, I think, I don't remember. I don't think that one had the banks manifold on it. I think it actually had uh, a ZZ fab intake on it. Do you remember? Uh, Were you there at that point? So as far no, as I like think- when, when Ben enters the chat on this truck, so I got hired in actually, what is today? Tomorrow's my eight-year anniversary. Wow. Okay. Um, and we sold this. So it's September, obviously. We sold this in like December, January. Yeah. So December fourteen or January fifteen. Um, and we'll get we'll get to my story with this truck because it's it's yeah. it's a, in my opinion a good one. But by the time I came around, this truck was already. Uh, Brian was like daily driving, done, built. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had taken uh, this iteration of the truck to drag races. We drag, we drag raced it. I remember being in the passenger seat with Brian, drag racing it. Um, a lot of cool stuff with that truck. Um, but yeah, so like you know, Cooper got involved with it, and his suspension knowledge had been brought into the company, and then we started doing kind of more off-road oriented. Which I know sounds stupid for like a mega cab truck, like to be built for off-road, but. Mm-hmm. The, the truck performed like the truck did badass. Um, so we did, like I said, the, the fiberworks fenders had the six inch Carly kit. We, we put a set of forties on it, had a set of 40 inch. I believe they were Nitto trail grapplers with some method or trail ready beadlocks. I can't remember exactly. Um, and then we got rid of that and did power wagon wheels on 42s originally. Cause that go over that first picture all the way to the, um, left. Yeah. Yeah. So those are power wagon, black powder coated 17s, factory power wagon wheels on 42s. <laughs> uh, so that was even, so we had changed the wheels again because it had beadlocks on it, those method mm-hmm. beadlocks with the KMC beadlock rings. Um, and yes, you heard that right. We had to put KMC beadlock rings on the methods. Yeah. So the, the, the reason why we did that is the, the, um, Nothing against method. I love method wheels. I've run method wheels on my side by side. I've ran method wheels on my truck. And keep in mind, um, this is like ten years ago. This is a long time ago. So, <clears throat> um, the biggest issue with the method beadlocks back in the day was the beadlock ring was just so small. Um, when you have a forty-two with a seventeen-inch wheel, um, there's a lot of sidewall deflection that happens. There's a lot of pressure that goes on that beadlock ring. When you have a tiny little beadlock ring on there, there's a lot of pressure on those. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Luckily, you could put install a set of uh, I believe they were like off of like a KMC machete wheel, but the bolt holes on the 17s. I don't know if we had them read. I I think they just bolt right up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there was some machining that had to have been done with those, but or or we just put them on. But we put the bigger beadlock rings on the truck right before we sold it. But that's how that truck went. This particular picture. This is how that truck went um, to uh, run the. Um, 
camera crew around for the ultimate adventure. That's the first one that we sponsored. We posted a picture of this on the socials once we bought it back with no other information. And I was absolutely stunned at how many people were like, is that the one from ultimate adventure 12? You guys brought it back. And like we posted it thinking no one's going to remember this truck. Yeah. No, no, no one has actually stuck around on our Instagram for the last, you know, eight, 10 years to remember this truck. And it, it blew up. They're like, Oh, you got it back. I remember that thing. That's the whole reason I started following you guys. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, same. I work here. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, it, was, it has a, has a uh, factory SRT8 um, Ram 1500 hood, which is really cool because when you pop, like you could, obviously people could buy that hood, but this particular hood still has the SRT8 uh, hood liner mm-hmm. underneath. It says like, Viper. It says Viper. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it came off the Viper trucks, the SRT8 Viper trucks. Um, that bumper, Addictive Desert Designs, that actually went on my Mega Cab because I, when when they sold it, so that bumper, mm-hmm. wait, no, before that bumper, the the factory bumper that went on that truck was the factory bumper off my Mega because I had a white Mega Cab, mm-hmm. so it all it and it mine was no six, um, and so we straight up traded, so I got the Addictive Desert Designs bumper, and uh, I gave him my stock bumper, um. And then that bumper lasted like a whole 15 minutes before we put a mercenary off-road bumper <laughs> on it. but um, Which it still has to this day. Which it still has to this day, which is badass. I really like the mercenary off-road stuff. If you don't, if you've never heard of them, check them, check them out as far as if you want like a Baja-inspired bumper. My biggest problem with like ADD stuff um, in these style of bumpers is I hate being able to see like the, like the inner workings of your fenders and shit when you're driving. Like it just, to me, that kills the look. And eighty or uh, mercenary, they seal all that shit in, mm-hmm. and so it's all plated. It looks clean. Um, so if you want like a Baja inspired bumper, but you don't want the look of a Baja inspired bumper, check out uh, Mercenary Off Road. They built some badass shit. Yeah, well, especially uh, up here that where we see actual, you know, snow weather. Yeah, that just hammers your all that stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like being down in California, that bumper would be no problem. It'd be great. But uh, up here, yeah, it would just it it just infinitely ages everything underneath the truck. Yeah, so and it looks got, like we we changed the headlights too. Yeah, those are, yeah, those are. Um, I don't I don't remember exactly what they called that that they look particular like factory truck, but, ram. Um, they are fa- or something they are like factory ram headlights. I believe it, nowadays they call them like the blackout version truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe back in the day they called it like the like the night runner or night something it was night something um a very specific trim package that had those headlights they weren't in every truck it's a great um, looking factory headlight 100% like yeah. it's and you can tell it's like a a good high quality cuz even with the truck sitting in the back right now keep in mind this thing was parked pretty much outside you know the there's something to be said about factory headlights and the plastic they use at least yeah. back in the day is those like with a quick sand and polish that looks fresh yeah, yeah jesse already he's like oh, i just want to see how bad these are he did it and he's like these things are mint yeah and i guarantee if you try and buy those factory ones right now they're probably like 1200 bucks i'm sure i'm sure minimum um, i love round headlights on that truck ah it looks so good it looks so good uh but yeah so we did the suspension wheels and tires started putting you know 40s and 42s on it um and played around with the truck for quite a while. Like I said, it took the film crew for um, one of the, well, the, I think the first Ultimate Adventure that we ever sponsored um, that carried the camera crew around. 
Um, just a just a badass motherfucking machine right there. Yeah. And uh, we did some cool stuff with it. Uh, with uh, especially I had my uh, I had sold my second gen. Uh, no, sorry, I had sold my Mega Cab to buy the Eco Diesel. In the meantime, in that in that uh, period of time where I was waiting for the the Eco Diesel, I had I had traded a guy for parts for a Dodge Durango. It was actually really clean. It, and I, I completely you, you demolished that. Fuck that thing up. <laughs> oh, I that I honestly still kick myself to this day because it's like that was a clean like low. It mile. would be running and driving now. And clean. Oh, I'm sure it was a low mile like clean Durango. Yeah, it was like, even leather. No, no, no? it was okay. cloth. It was cloth, but it was it was didn't take away the fact that it was like super clean, right? Yeah. But me in my you know younger days, I was easily influenced um and i thought it was kind of cool because i i thought of that rig as just a throw array rig because yeah. i was like okay I, i've got a new truck literally on its way i can do whatever i want with this thing i don't even think i ever licensed that thing why would you <laughs> i wouldn't either <laughs> and so one of the days i'm i'm <laughs> it's so funny because we were kind of like short-staffed back in the day well at this point you were at at sullivan Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the shop had moved from where we are close to where we are now to the business park on Sullivan. Yeah. So we were having a hard time finding sales guys. I'd be working like super weird hours. Like I would even come in on my days off, like to help out just because we were so short staff. Like it wasn't anything, um, uh, it wasn't, you know, anything crazy for me. Like it was something that I've kind of always dealt with and it was, mm -hmm. it was fine. Um, and then one of the days, uh, we had weird days off because back then we just started doing like the early morning stuff. Cause then we realized we, cause we realized a lot of people that were buying parts from us were on the East coast. And if we weren't open during East coast times, then we're missing out on a bunch of business because mm -hmm. we've got all these people calling in. Right. So we had like weird days off. Like we would have a day off in the middle of the week cause we work Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember this one time I had a Saturday off cause I had whatever it whatever my schedule was. And, uh, I'm like, I'm going to cut the roof off the Durango. I want a truck. <laughs> so, and so I'm out there with like a sawzall and a freaking angle grinder cutting the roof off my Durango. Uh, this, was, is, this is on YouTube. If you guys yeah, want to see it, it was actually really funny. Cause really, like, really old videos. Uh, our camera guy back in the day set up like some GoPros for, for me. And I'm like, just trying to cut this thing off. Right. And Cooper comes out. And uh, this is like right when we like started, I started like cutting into it and I'm like, well, I got to break this window out. Like this window's going bye-bye. We might as well break it. And so I remember Cooper, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I don't even care. Kip's, uh, remember Tyler Kip? Yeah. His, uh, his Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was parked next to the Durango. The Super J. Things we called J. it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, we're like me and Cooper, like picking up rocks and like throwing it at the window and it wouldn't break. Cooper freaking grabs his rock, hits the window. It bounces off the window and s hits Kip's car. <laughs> we're just like, oh shit. He's like, oh. Hey, I'm like, okay. Statue of limitations. Say, that was yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. It's funny now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was, it was so freaking funny. Cause he's like big guy like he throws this rock and it just bounces off the window like what kind of what are these windows made out of I've we, we, we did get him smashed don't yeah. don't worry we smashed the shit out of him but um there's something about smashing windows in a car oh, it's so just satisfying. always just so fun 
Uh, but anyways, I'm cutting this roof off. I get it most of the time cut off, right? Like I'm, I think I'm almost there and I'm like, this thing will just kind of fold up. Right. Well, the parking lot that we were in had this really convenient sort of pre-made jump. Yeah. Like right in the, right in the driveway. I thought you guys made that. No, no, no. I just found kind of the one spot that had like the best lip on it. Uh And I'm like, here's what we're going to (laughs) do. We're going to chain the roof to the back of the mega cab. I think we, with like a bubble rope, Mm -hmm. because at the time we were really pushing the bubble rope stuff and I'm going to, and I had cut the exhaust off. Oh, uh, yeah. Downpipe on the Durango. Yeah, the like the old 318 truck. was ripping. Dude, she sounded so nasty. I'm not going to lie to you guys. A straight pipe 318 sounds nasty. Like, I, I, there's a certain amount of engines that I like straight piped or whatnot. For me, a a straight pipe 318, like, Dude, I don't care if it, only, if it only makes 197 horsepower. It, it sounded like good. 500 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I remember getting the Durango stage. We've got the r- roof that is. Probably only three quarters of the way cut off. <laughs> and we've, we've got a chain around the portion that's cut. And there's basically just like the back portions of it, like by the taillights that are still, it's kind of a bitch to cut through, like with a sawzall. Like it's not the best way to do it. Like there was no um, measuring going on. It was more of just, you know, the eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. That was good. So, yeah, exactly. So we chain it up. We hook it to the back of this truck. The, the tr- This truck is parked right by the shop. And I back the Durango up basically to the shop and I'm going to haul ass over this jump and we have it, the length of it, like so perfect to the point where as soon as I hit the lip of the jump, that's when the tension is and that's when it starts to rip. So we're like, okay, this is going to be perfect. I'm going to hit this jump and the roof of the Durango is going to come off in the air. Science. (laughs) I've measured it. I used a protractor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like there's no way this can't work, right? (laughs) So I, I, I had my helmet that I would use for drag racing. I put my helmet on and I think Cody was in the passenger seat with me for one of them, at least one of them, maybe all of them. And, uh, there's Cooper with his white sunglasses at the lip of the jump, just full throttle. Just like yeah. telling me just like Give to her. hit it. Right. And so I'm like, like, I think, uh, uh, res- you know, respectably, I'm a little, like okay, like what's gonna happen? Is something I don't want to get like fucking impaled here. Yeah, I'm trying to die. I'm not trying to die over this roof coming off of this Durango, but I'm still trying to make like something cool. And so we hit it once, and it kind of ripped it and uh, didn't pull it off. And I'm like, okay, I need to go faster. And Cooper's just like, more throttle, you know, Cooper. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and we hit it, and it ripped the freaking roof right off that thing. And I rallied it around, and we had this like random. This is, I don't even think this was our property, but there was like this random hole in the gr- hole in the ground with like this rock pile, like from the hole. Yeah. And I just went right up on top of that son of a bitch, turtled on top, and I jumped up on top of the uh, of the Durango, going like this with my pump. helmet on, because yeah. <laughs> I ripped it off. But then we took that Durango, this Durango, like we couldn't kill it. Like this thing just <laughs> wanted to live. Cooper had this thing. Uh, he used to have this thing. It was like end of summer party up at his yeah. parents' cabin. And we took the Durango up there. We trailered the Durango up there. And we're like, we're going to rally this thing around the, you know, his, his property. I remember me and Cody were in that thing, dude. We took off from his property. I was, I literally had that thing pegged the entire time. 
<clears throat> there was this like culvert, like this on the side of the road. I remember going into that and I smacked, dude, the rockers so hard on that thing, dude. It dented it so freaking bad and it was so harsh. Like we made it probably another hundred yards and it overheated. And then me and Cody are sitting there like, oh, we're over, we're overheated, we're screwed. Here comes Cooper and his diesel JK at the time. And Cooper drives up on the hood <laughs> and park, parks the thing on the hood. I believe we shot it a couple of times too. Um, I had my AR-15 out there and we shot the Durango a few times. And then Cooper drug my ass <laughs> up the park. hill. And we shot it a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just like, whatever, we're just going to shoot it. Why not? Yeah, well, why not? So we popped a couple of rounds off into it. And then uh, Cooper drug it up the hill. Uh, with I had no power, no nothing. Just shot it a couple. This <laughs> is a good time. I uh, cannot confirm nor deny how many barley juices I had, but it was probably it was a few. Just apple juice. Yeah, Cody was not of age, so he yeah. wasn't drinking. He was like twelve. Wink, wink. <laughs> I, anyways, we bring it up to the. Um, this is no okay. Let me back up a little bit here. When we first got it there, it had already overheated like a thousand times, and um, wouldn't start, and it was leaking coolant out of everywhere. And this is the video where where uh, we did the eggshell, the yeah. egg fix, but then we stuffed the entire eggshell. Which the biggest thing about that video, the thing that I laugh about the most, is that Cooper could crack an egg with one hand like perfectly, like a chef. Yeah, he cracked it, and the egg went in there. <laughs> he just goes. It, <laughs> And we put the whole it egg in there. Fucking palms it. And so, and so and then what, pokes it yeah, in. Just, <laughs> pokes it in. And uh, so anyway, so he drags me up the hill. Uh, we get and it back on the he trailer. Put pepper on it? Huh? I could have swore he put pepper. He might on have. It. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that was the end of the fun time with the Durango. Then, um, as far as at his property, we put it back on the trailer, brought it back to work. Before that, though, uh, Cody had his like pit bikes out there. Dude, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was drunk as shit. And I hopped on one of his pit bikes, dude. And I was going down his driveway. And I had the worst freaking speed wobbles on that dirt bike, dude. I could not stop it. And Josh and Cody are like ripping around. And I'm going down Cooper's driveway. Just speed wobble. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I, 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 I'm I, going to park this right now because I'm going to freaking crash. Like, Coach. Is, yeah. Take <laughs> I'm me out. out. I'm out. Yeah. Coach. Anyways, we get back to the shop on Monday. And we had this issue with our uh, postal service at that shop in the Valley and they wouldn't put shit in our mailbox. Like they would bring it up to the building. Like they wouldn't use the mailbox. And I, we're like, what the hell is the point of the freaking mailbox? And the, the, the mail carrier said, well, you just need to remove the mailbox. Okay. Oh no, we would put, we would put mail in there and they wouldn't That's pick it right, up. Yeah. That's right. Um, and so they're like, well, you just need to remove your, you just need to get rid of the mailbox. We're like, Okay. <laughs> Say no more, fam. So first things first, we need to get the Durango off the trailer. <laughs> Durango is dead on a flatbed trailer. Uh, I can't remember who towed it. <clears throat> um, <laughs> we're like, how are we going to get this Durango off the trailer? Well, normal people will just push it off the trailer, right? <sighs> no. Nah. We got the mega cab out. And we hooked a bubble strap to the... I want to reiterate, a lot of this is on YouTube still. Yeah, a lot of this is on YouTube still. So You're going to want to go on our YouTube page, Diesel Power Products, and search oldest videos to newest. Yeah. Keep scrolling. You'll you see them. you get there. You'll see them. So we need to get the Durango off the trailer. 
And we're like, okay, well, let's hook it to the mega cab and we'll just haul ass with the mega cab <laughs> off. And I'm like, we don't even need the ramps on the trailer. We'll just kind of just jump the back of the trailer. Yeah. I'm like, why not? I and agree. So again, me and Cody in the in the Durango. <laughs> this was the probably the one of the wildest rides I've ever, ever been on because like I'm in the driver's seat. We've got a bubble rope hooked up to the to to the mega cab. Brian is spooling the shit out of the mega cab, like beside me on the trailer, and I'm like, oh shit, like this is gonna be this is gonna be violent. We might die. Yeah, this is gonna be violent. <laughs> and he takes off with the mega cab. That Durango comes flying. This thing's in, I believe it was in park. It was in too. park. I see the video. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled that son of a bitch right off that trailer. It didn't touch any of the trailer, launched off the trailer. <laughs> and it was fine, right? I Then we ended up, uh, so we got it off the trailer. It was great. We ended up getting the, I ended up getting the Durango running. And <laughs> the I'm like, lives okay, again. the 318 lives again. I have a nitrous bottle that is full in my office <laughs> and we need to get rid of the mailboxes. It's so, it's so, the funny part is like, I've seen this and I've heard this story. It still gets me. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we use the nitrous for the mailbox. I, I, I'll just say that we did, and if we didn't, then I'll revise it. But if that burnout didn't have nitrous, I don't know. That was pretty wild. It was a good Anyways, burnout. So I have this nitrous bottle, and I'm pretty sure whoever's in the passenger seat is holding on to the nitrous bottle because I need them to turn the knob on it to feed. Because we literally ran a freaking rubber hose from the nitrous bottle through the window, under the hood, into the intake manifold. Like, just ran a rubber hose. Like, no jet, no nothing. We're just running a straight-up rubber hose. Like, ghetto fog in this thing. And uh, <laughs> that was probably one of the funnest burnouts I ever did before. So, we, anyways, we have to get these mailboxes out of there. And so, again, some bubble ropes. We strap it around. And this is like a carriage of mailboxes. There's like four of them. Yeah. And there's like two posts that go into the ground. And so, we wrap this bubble rope around the mailboxes and we hook it up to the Durango and, uh, and, uh, we're like, okay, we're just going to rip these sons of bitches right out of here. Well, I fire up the Durango and, uh, I just, <laughs> the funniest part about this, the tires that are on that Durango when I'm doing that burnout were my snow tires for my blue Ram. I'd bought a whole new set of, uh, tires, brand new snow tires, like 33s, whatever they were for my blue truck. Cause I had twenties and, mm-hmm. um, I sold the blue truck and I still had these snow tires. I'm like, well, I, I want, I hope these fit. Well, they fit the Durango. Like the, the, the I bet you that's why the burnout sounded so nasty. You got dude, these super grippy tires. Just, super <laughs> grippy tires with that thing. I had a, um, uh, Rocky back mm-hmm. in the day. He, uh, Lincoln locked my rear end. So he's in the welded. Durango? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. We Lincoln locked <laughs> that it. That makes it so much better. Yeah, so I sat there and I just roasted the shit out of those tires it took off, b- freaking ripped those mailboxes out of the ground. One of the posts for the mailbox comes springing back, smacks the back of the Durango as I'm like 100 yards away. Like, it was wild. If it had a back window, it would have shattered the back window. Yeah, and then we, I think we kept on doing burnouts with it because it just would burn out so freaking good. Yeah. And that's when I started really feeding it the nitrous. I l- literally blew the plastic intake completely apart. With <laughs> with that nitrous ghetto fog, like it was doing the burnout, turn it on, whoop, pop, 
like, whoa, shit, did we just blow the engine? Like, no, it was just the intake. We're good. Yeah. Fired it back up and kind of just kept on doing it. But yeah, Mega Cab was a big part of the Durango escapade. Well, I'm going to let you talk about your experience with the, with the Mega Cab while I go take a pee. <laughs> okay. Well, my story is not going to freaking hold a candle to Tyler's because <laughs> we don't know how I feel about freaking Durangos. So, uh, the year is 2014. A slightly younger Ben with a bit more ambition and a little bit more hair, no wife and no kids, uh, decides to move up to Spokane. You may have heard part of this story before. Uh, but uh, I, 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 mean, uh, I started following DC Pop Rocks on Facebook because of the Super Duty Raptor, the blue truck that we had. And eventually I saw this one too. And obviously I, I knew of Cummins, but I was a Ford fanboy, had my red OBS, I'm a 7.3 guy. And so I shoot Cooper an email and I get hired. I move up here, drive my red truck up here. It's great. Um, I think after maybe one week, two weeks of working up here, it, it, it was early. Like, I don't even think Cooper knew my last name yet. Like he, he walks up to my desk. I don't even know if I had taken an actual phone sales call yet. Cause I came in like super green. I'd never done phone sales. I'd never done diesel sales. I just, that was it. And uh, he walks up to my desk and he's like, hey, you ever driven a fast truck? I'm like, uh, no, not really. Cool. And he just like, drops the keys on my desk. Yeah, it's out back. Just make sure Brian's bike doesn't fall off the back. And so at the time, this is Brian's daily driver. And his like $6,000 mountain bike is on a, a hitch rack on the back. Yeah. Doesn't give me any life. instructions. Keep in mind, like, I have no idea where things are in Spokane. I just know the business park. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I w- um, went with you. To- no, I was solo. I went with you one time to rip that thing. One time, yes. But the, the first time I drove yeah. it, I was solo. Yeah. By myself. Because I remember I took a video. Because <laughs> I wanted to document this because I didn't think it was going to be that crazy. So I, I, I knew what uh, – I knew that I had work done. And to show my how naive I was in there, the video that I posted – that I didn't even post it. I just took it for myself. I, t- I see they're twins. They're not. They're compounds. I know that now. Yeah. Um, but I was just, I was so enamored of the fact that there's two turbos on this freaking diesel truck. And so I go out and I, I drive it around. Keep in mind, so this thing's already on 42s. It's on 513s. It's compound. It's got a built transmission. It's tuned to fucking hell. Yeah. And not tuned tuned to hell, but it's like it's built. Like it is, is brappy. Yeah. This thing moves. It is. It has a, a throttle sensitivity booster on there, and it's tuned. And it's ready to rock. Like, this thing is, like, there's nothing subtle about the power on this. Yeah. So I drive it around a little bit, a couple of stoplights. I lean on it, and I, I hear the turbos. And keep in mind, I'm, I'm coming from, like, a tuned 7.3. Yeah. Okay. So, this, like, 40 horsepower. Yeah, this thing already feels, like, <laughs> massive. And I've already, the, at this point, and I remember this because I sent a text to my friend Andrew. At this point in my life, the biggest truck I've ever been in was on 41s is on 42s mm. so i sent him a text and with a picture i was like 42s bitch <laughs> <laughs> and so i i go out in the in the uh in this uh the sullivan business parking lot and or parking lots and i find this nice big long sh- like area and i'm like okay it's got power let's see what happens here and i didn't even like boost launch it i just from a dead stop i just fucking to the floor yeah and I, rem- I remember the feeling. Everything that happened after when I mashed the pedal, I remember like it was like a lucid dream. 
Yeah. (laughs) I remember the initial, and keep in mind, this happened over like a span of like 10 seconds or so. And I remember the the drive back and and the the look on my face and Cooper called it out. Yeah. Um, But I remember the, I mashed the pedal and you get the initial slap back in the seat. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then the turbos. And and you just, (laughs) the, the sound of big tires breaking loose. If you've never heard it in person, it's, it's different, and if you've never heard it when you're in the driver's seat, it's different because you know you've got fucking meats on there. Yeah. This thing is like built for traction, and these things just light the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm moving, and all of a sudden the speedometer goes from like 10, 20, 30, 110. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and I just didn't lift. I grabbed a gear, boom. And I'm just white knuckled, two hands on, like, oh my, get let out of it, boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't convert you at that point. <laughs> I remember the com- here's the conversation I had with Cooper when I came back. So I come back. First off, I park the truck and get out, look at the bike on the back. Because it had, it had a camper, it had, it had the shell on the back, and I couldn't see the bike. And I'm like, okay, is the bike there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I look back, the bike is still there. I get back in, I drive back, shaking the entire time. And I walk in, I sit to my, I give Cooper his keys. And in the old building, Cooper's office is across the uh, like entryway to ours. And I give him the keys, and he, and he comes over to my desk. He's like, I can see your face. I take it. You stomped it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that all about? Like, yeah. what's going on? And then he just rattled off what's going on. Oh, it's got a one, you know, 188, 220, blah, blah, injectors, compounds, blah, blah, blah. It just starts rattling on off to me. And I'm just, like, enamored. And, again, like, I – and I can't stress this enough. A lot of the guys who listen to this are thinking like I came into diesel power products knowing a whole bunch of stuff about diesel stuff. I had really good mechanical knowledge. I had really good aerospace knowledge. I knew, I knew how to put a tuner on a seven three. Yeah, that was it. Like legit, the guy sitting next to me, Tyler. Tyler taught me like the the basis of almost everything I know, and then I grew on that point. Um, so I was I was really green when I came in. So this thing absolutely blew my fucking mind. I was just shook. And I, was, I, I remember I texted my dad, I texted my mom, I texted my <laughs> friends, and I was like, you guys are not going to believe this. Like, I, I, it felt like I did a wheelie in this thing. Yeah. And I, was like, and I took a picture of the truck, I sent it to him. I was like, you, this thing is faster than anything any of you have ever driven. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, so, it's such a, uh, what do they call that, a, a juxtaposition? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Where it's like something that looks like it shouldn't be fast, but is fast. Yeah. And people don't understand that it is actually fast. Like... For you to send a picture of that truck saying this is the fastest thing you'll probably ever drive, people are probably looking at that going, no, it's not. The thing is, now they would probably believe me. Yeah. And I know 2014 doesn't seem that long ago, but it is a while ago. You send, you send that picture. Keep in mind, like 2014, people are still winning dyno competitions. You know, hitting four digits is a big deal. Well, I won this in like 2013. Yeah. With 670 horsepower. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, like, (laughs) keep in mind, like, that's how fast like the diesel progression is coming. Like, we have we have dudes, you know, winning down a couple of times now, hitting three thousand horsepower, over three thousand fucking horsepower. Yeah. So, back in that day, if you hit four digits, you were like king dick. But keep in mind, too, this is a truck that was drove daily. Daily. This is on a race truck. Yeah. I just, I just, I didn't even boost a lot. I swear to, I, I. And then when I learned what a boosted launch was, and I keep thinking back to myself, I'm like, oh my god, if I had boosted launch this truck, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I would have like just flipped over backwards. Yeah. You know, I, oh my god! 
Um, but that that was my first encounter with it, and that was the conversation Cooper and I had. And I immediately, still being in California mind, think to myself, I want to build a Cummins. And then my immediate reaction back to him was, I want to build a first gen. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> and, and then and that, again, green. Yeah. He's like, well, not quite the same. And I was like, well, how do I put that into a first gen? Because I, I like old trucks. And Cooper, I don't know if Cooper had this like smile on his face, like this kid's an idiot, yeah. or like he has no idea what he's getting into, or like he's got the bug. Yeah. Like this, like, <laughs> welcome to the club, young grasshopper. Yeah. Congratulations. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my experience with that truck. And uh, I will legit never forget it. I'll never forget the sound those compounds made. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the way it felt in my pants. I'll, the, like, I've, the, the last time I had that sort of, and this is gonna sound may sound crazy, guys. Okay, but it's more so the un, un unexpected power, and yep. when it really just actually truly surprises you, was it was me and you in Brian's twenty one F three fifty with a ten speed. Yeah, we were getting on I think on Main Street with that big on ramp that curves to the left with as a staging light. Yeah, and I just laid into it, and it went like it just. And it actually it broke the tires loose. Yeah. Because I just laid into it. That is the those are the last two times in my life that I actually got onto a truck and the power truly, truly surprised me. Yeah. There's times where you lay into it and you're like, oh, that made more or that did more than I thought it would. But then there's the other, it's the and here I'm gonna bring it back for the people who listen. It's the upper brut crack sweat. Yeah. Where you get that little a little bit of perspiration on the top of your butt crack, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah, <laughs> that was that was different." That was a nasty, nasty truck. And guess what? It's back. Is she back, baby? It's back. Which I, I'm honestly super glad that it that it is back because it's it's to me it's such a, a pivotal truck for me um, as far as falling in love with mega cabs and just um, for the <clears throat> amount of work that. I even personally had done on that truck too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we had tested out six, seven injectors in five nines before it was even a uh, talked about. Like, yeah, there was a video. Like you, you guys were, were messing around with like big rail kits. Was well, basically... uh, so the that big rail kit that uh, Glacier. Glacier. That's all I was gonna say. Like you, it's they literally. I was the person who in well, I, me and Cooper, but I I did a lot of it. Uh, installed that whole kit on the truck mm-hmm. and gave him information on what should have been, you know, what needs to be there, what, what needs to happen. It was, a, uh, it was quite the, uh, quite the learning experience, even for me. Like it was, uh, I'd say even for me, like I knew everything I didn't, uh, but is, you know, quite the, that truck right there is the truck. And I think, honestly, I don't think that truck should go anywhere, but stay here for the rest of its life. It ain't. Well, I hope so. I uh, I know nothing is for certain, but uh, so uh, me, Jesse, and Josh went out there and kind of picked the truck apart and made a little bit of a plan because we, uh, as far as being part of this company, Diesel Pop Rocks, there are multiple multiple uh, facets of content that need to be created to keep us relevant. And uh, this truck is, we're going to make a, a lot of content with this truck. And the, you know Josh as well as I do. Yeah, you know him better than I do, um, but the 
and I know everything always ends up having a price tag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the look on his face, he's like, "This truck ain't leaving. This is staying okay. with here forever." And I and and he looked at me and Jesse both in the eyes, like, "This is not leaving." Because we both made comments like, "Well, we're just gonna, you know, we'll build it and then it'll be gone in years." Like, this truck ain't fucking leaving. Yeah. And I, I think when you get another Durango. <laughs> And the Durango needs to be its little brother. <laughs> like, honestly, like that was probably one of the funnest times I've ever had at this company was like messing with, even though it wasn't even diesel, but like just the the fact of we're using a diesel to create kind of like we we weren't even trying to create content. Like we no. when we were doing that stuff with the Durango and the Mega Cab as far as pulling it off the trailer or whatever we were doing with it. It wasn't on the premise of we're going to make this video to go on YouTube or something. It was like, we're going to do this thing. And it's going to be cool. And if you want to film it, to film it, cool. Other than uh, otherwise, whatever, we're still going to do it because it just seems fun. Yeah. Like th- that truck to me is the, is, is, is that like that truck is the fun of the whole diesel thing. Just because that, that truck has changed so much to even, <clears throat> like those graphics that are half on it right now. I remember when that truck was fully wrapped in that whole sort of scheme there. And you could see where it ended with the bedsides and the, and yeah, the fenders. The but it fenders, was, yeah. yeah, it was, uh, a truck has gone through so many iterations of, of, of builds and wraps. And it was just kind of the face of diesel power products for so long. And I, I like I said, I'm jacked to see it back. I gave that truck a big hug when I, I went out there because it was the day that the guy was bringing it by and I didn't know that Brian had pulled the trigger on it yet. And I went out there to check on something else. And Brian, Brian was out there. He's like, Oh, I thought you came back here to check out the mega cab. I was like, Oh shit. Cause I had like completely forgot that it was coming by mm-hmm. and he didn't, nobody said anything that he actually bought it. And I asked him, I was like, you, is it ours now? He's like, yep, we bought it. I'm like, yes. And I gave that truck a big old hug. I was like, I miss you, buddy. I miss you. So w- once that <laughs> the the listing popped up, and so keep in mind that we weren't like searching out this truck. No, we're all always on Craigslist. We're always on marketplace. And we've seen some of our previous trucks come up yeah. for sale again, like the Raptor Super Duty. <clears throat> I know came up for sale again. Mm-hmm. We didn't really. Cam's truck has come up for sale. A Cam's times. truck, yeah. uh, the Nomad. Mm-hmm. Um, but this truck was just a, this is this truck's a special truck. So, yeah, we saw it pop up, and Brian, you know, in, in our marketing chat was kind of like, should, should we pull it back in? Should we do that? And then, you know, through, through the grapevine, and we hear, like, okay, he's going to be bringing it by on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, me being on the marketing side of stuff, I was like, okay, cool. And I'm talking to my other camera guys everything here. I'm like, hey, when this truck gets here, um, like, you guys just need to go out and just start snapping pictures of it. Yeah. I know it may not seem like a lot, but any of the folks that have been here basically since I was hired – so pretty much every anybody since say you know the beginning of January fifteen and before then, this is any any of the OGs. This is like they everybody has a connection to this truck. And I know it's going to seem crazy, but uh, remember you work at a company where or you know originally all the employees were gearheads. That's it. Yeah. There there was no like oh we have a person who does our taxes and he like has a truck. No, everybody happened to be a gearhead and knew how to do other stuff. Yeah, or was able to be taught to do other stuff. Yes. So everybody literally has a connection with this truck, and there's going to be people out there looking at it. We're going to be pawing over it. You know, just take pictures because we didn't have the the wherewithal to really take really good content of this vehicle, and it was going to be on our lot, so we should. Yeah. And so here's a funny part. So me being obviously a marketing guy, and you know Brian's the owner. Brian does what Brian does. He's earned that right. Okay. Yeah. I'm not knocking on that. 
any right. whatsoever. But that also means that like if Brian does something and like I wish I had documented it, I can't go back and say, "Hey Brian, do that again." Right. Like it's just it, it's that's how things roll. Okay. Well, that's that's how we all were though. I mean, we were we were uh like I wasn't any sort of so, I, well, I'm still not today. Like I'm not a social media guy. And I think when it comes down to like the root of a lot of the people that are in the diesel world that um, like work on trucks and that sort of thing. I think a lot of people, I mean, short of like nowadays, we got a lot of people that are into the social media thing, mm -hmm. but back then, no, nobody gave no. a shit about that. Don't care. All that, all what we gave a shit about was like, we were just trying to do cool stuff and, yeah. and go it was cruise cool on between Friday night. our group, like cool. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it was. That's what it was all about. And that's why, you know, it's uh like there's a lot of shit that I wish we would have uh, f like filmed better or whatever documented better because I'm sure it probably would have got a f bunch more views, but at, but hindsight's 2020, you know, it's you look back, you're like, well, if we would have spent that time trying to make a video about this, it wouldn't have been as real as it was when we were there mm -hmm. doing it, like, uh, and that's something that I still have a hard time to this day trying to wrap my head around, like. If I'm going to do something cool, like I'm not, I, 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 my mind doesn't go back. Oh, we should film this and post this like that. That, that doesn't even pop up in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I want to do something cool or anybody wants to do something cool, it's like, okay, do it. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. see it. <laughs> like there's no like filming aspect of it for like viewers sake, <laughs> which, which is, which is, which sucks for the people that want to see that kind of stuff. But at the same time, that's, that's not what the diesel industry was built on. Was mm. you should have been there, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm getting at is like, so I, someone came into my office and they were like, because I, I knew it was supposed to be there that day, so I had the the camera guys ready. I'm like, hey, at any point I may say it's time to go, go. I mean, we got to go out there, just yeah. start taking pictures. I don't care. And I can't remember who came into my office, but uh, someone mentioned like, oh yeah, they're they're driving it right now. I'm like. Fuck! Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. oh, everybody, they're getting, oh, it's apparently came and went, blah, blah, who knows? And, and like, I'm like slightly steamed. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, I, and not because I'm like, I'm not pissed off at anybody. It's like, I wanted to get that footage of the truck. Like, not just for our own content, but for like our own company's sake. Like, we don't have any documentation of this thing. Yeah. And so I'm like a little peeved. So I get, I get into my office and I start walking down the hall. And it's, I happened to, to walk by the office at the end of the hall where a lot of our, our finance folks are. Yep. I, I didn't see Brian, but I hear his voice in a very low tone. Basically, I'm not going to say how much we bought it back for, but just say like, uh, check. Yeah. And I'm like, I walked past and I'm like, we good. Walk back. Yeah. <laughs> I messaged Ryan. I'm like, don't worry. We bought it. Yeah, it's, she's home. <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was like it, the only tone that I can describe of him doing it, it's like when you you already knew you were going to do something, but you, you know that you don't necessarily need to. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like the world wouldn't stop if you didn't do this. Right. But then you, you do it. And you're like, I knew I was going to do this from the beginning. I don't know why I'm fucking kidding myself. I mean, just give me the money. Yeah. Just, I, I, just, I, just, I just need to do this now. Yeah. yeah. I, I know there's paperwork. I know what's going on. I just, I'm doing this. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it, it's ours now. 
and uh, I don't see it ever leaving our possession. I hope and not. I'm excited to. Um, I hope ever if if it. I hope I. I would be able to get myself in the position to where if ever that truck did go up for sale, I would want to buy it. I guarantee if that truck were to ever transfer ownership, um, it would be really, 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 we would want to keep it in house so bad. Yeah. And I'm not saying like we give it away for free, but it'd be one of those things where it's like, if someone truly actually in house wanted it, like it, the deal would, we'd make the deal happen. Well, I mean, that is my that is my absolute favorite diesel truck that has ever been created is 0607 Mega Cab. Yeah, you're like, a Mega Cab guy. That is my truck right there. Uh, and, I owned one and I I kick myself every day for selling mine. Um, but uh yeah, that is that is that's my truck. But you guys are going to get a really good in-depth look at this truck. Um we're going to be documenting just about everything I can think of on that. Um and I'm really excited to to bring you guys a lot more YouTube content on that stuff because um, I know a lot of people like to see the the process, like yeah. to see the whole thing. And I will be 100% blunt with you guys right now. I know that we're not good at showing the process of a lot of stuff. We usually try and show a very finished, polished product, um, which there's a reason for that. But I'm also really happy because this is going to be something where we actually show the process yeah and it's because we're we've got pride in the truck and it's a time capsule and it's ours like yeah the bitch is back she's she ours back, man baby and it, I'm, I'm excited i i i, I, just, I can't wait yeah. yeah me too well that being said folks um i will post up in the uh the america's diesel podcast the group facebook page and we'll get a discussion going on this truck everything you want to know about it i'm happy to do that for you i'm happy to give anybody in that group insider info um and this is a plug for that group if you're in there um and things do pop up where it's kind of like one of those i need to speak to a captivated audience about maybe certain things that are on sale certain things that we have information that we may have um, I consider that to basically a group of our boys. You know what I mean? And yeah. girls. I think there's two two girls in there. <laughs> which I'm sorry. Okay, there's gonna be a lot of a dick of fart jokes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still they're still funny. Yeah. We're like we're like between 20 and 45, 55. It's still funny. Dick and fart jokes. Still yeah. funny. I don't care. <laughs> but that being said, everybody, um, I'm stoked. I know Tyler is super stoked on having this truck back. We greatly appreciate all you guys tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. You'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.